Hello, and thank you for having us here today. I would like to begin our part of the presentation by speaking in my native language first. Translation, I would like to welcome everybody here today, and we are very happy to be a part of this exhibit that we have here, as well as welcoming all the artists that are here present and the public that have come to view the artwork. We cherish our traditions and we acknowledge that, you know, we share with everybody. As growing up in the clay world, we accept how we came about and where we are heading to. So thank you and enjoy the exhibit and our presentation today. Master Potters, we are part, honored to be a part of it. This is a design work that is placed on a pot, uh, on a plate done by Maria Martinez and Julia Martinez. And beside me is my son, Kevin, who will speak at different times. Yours truly, here are some of the pieces that I have done and on exhibit as part of a, a of my pots at the Pueblo, I have a little uh, store that is called Sunbeam Indian Arts at San Aldefonso Pueblo in New Mexico. So if you're ever in San Aldefonso Pueblo, look us up. My son Kevin, he's the, uh, my eldest. I've got four sons and they all have done clay work. Kevin is uh, finished school at Alfred University in upstate New York, and he has his BFA. This is San Aldefonso, what you see when you first enter the Pueblo. Uh, one of the main scenes is the big cottonwood tree that's right in the plaza. And when my great-grandmother, Maria, was alive, we would ask her, do you remember this tree? And she would say, it was always up. It was already there when... She remembered it. And the visitor center that greets you, the sign, as you come into the Pueblo. The Black Mesa is a religious uh, symbol for us because back in 1680, we took refuge up there when the, we were in the Pueblo Revolt series, uh, fighting against the Spanish missionaries that came and tried to ruin us and move us from our present location. So that's one of the landmarks that you always see. Growing up with my great-grandmother was an honor and a privilege. And uh, people asked me, did you realize how old, uh, how old she was or how famous she was? And famous was not a word I grew up with growing up. But I remember her day in and day out, waking up to hear her pounding the clay, singing a song, and maybe the last thing she did at night was say her prayers in Indian 
and reciting songs and stuff. And, and it was a time that I don't remember as being famous, though I, later on it made a difference. I always knew people were coming to see her. And, uh, and one thing she always taught me growing up with her, and I lived with her from about four years of age till I was in the fourth grade. So I knew about her in ways that my, her other, her grandkids, her kids might not have known her. And in the feeling of for Clay, it was instilled in me a long time ago without realizing that it would become a part of my life. So there is yours truly with my great grandmother and the house that we lived in. And part of that is living every day today existence, and part of that was baking. So this is a horno, a uh, oven. In our language, it's called a pante. Kevin is demonstrating here the process that we go through when we do clay work. There are two clays involved. The brown, natural colored clay is found on the surface and the volcanic ash deposit, which is the temper that is used. Um, we mix it with water, and, and then the clay is very soft to begin with, but if uh, my great-grandmother would make some maybe a month, a week in advance, is the same thing I do before we actually touch it, because just like raising, uh, having dough raised, you know, your clay needs to knit together and make it more pliable, and it's not so soft that it, uh, that it will not hold up. So we need to have that sturdy uh, coil context. Kevin is mixing the clay, and this is the body. And whenever it rains in New Mexico and we have adobe walls, you can smell the rainwater. Uh, uh, drying off, uh, giving a uh, nice aroma to the area. And um, my kids have always said, well, we smell the clay, can we lick it? <laughs> and we grew up, you know, to putting our fingers to the wall and licking the adobe walls and because it revives that smell of clay. I think Kevin might want to talk about this. These are his pet rocks. <laughs> At San Aldefonso, growing up um, as a young person, uh, we come also from a hunting family. And we hunt everywhere and throughout the landscape. And sometimes I find very smooth surface uh, stones that are uh, the dark black stones in which uh, after years of usage on our pottery it tends to get shinier and shinier and improve as the years go on. So these are some of the uh, stones that we use for polishing and uh, which we'll be demonstrating tomorrow uh, here at the museum. But. Um, uh, I started making pottery at the age of maybe uh, five years old and learned everything from my mom and my entire family. I was fortunate enough that I was here to see different generations uh, at the same time working on pottery. From my great-grandparents, um, 
and my great-great-grandmother, Maria, uh, Maria's eldest, my great-grandfather, Adam, married to my great-grandmother, Santana, and then their eldest, my grandmother, Anita, and my, my, then my grandma's eldest, my mom. Uh, seeing them working all at the same time in a big circle at my great-grandparents' house is uh, one of those memories uh, that you hold dear in your heart, and it was a privilege to see uh, how the process was done as a communal uh, circle of um, potters. But uh, these are also um, what occurs when we use the polishing stone and burnishing, which uh, takes years and years of practice uh, to get the right consistency down uh, while burnishing. And a lot of times, uh, even though I might have been, might be, have done it for years on end, I still forget how to polish sometimes and have to remember what I did the last time, uh, which is um, uh, kind of like a mind tease at the same time, but uh, a process that my mom um, uh, encourages us uh, as her sons to continue, which uh, we still do to this day. This is a firing process um, which we have in a sheltered uh, area near my mom's house. It's not a pit firing, but a firing done above ground. Uh, we use uh, cedar wood as the source of um, the fuel along with uh, cow manure or cow chips, uh, which are act as giant coals. Um, we then smother the firing after it starts to tame the flames down on its own with uh, horse manure pulverized, uh, which is completely dry. And uh, that's what creates the smoke along with ashes from previous fires that we smother the firing itself, uh, which creates our black pottery, our black-on-black -black pottery. Uh, this slide here has uh, uh, my cousin and my brother Aaron uh, also helping us in the firing, and my mom there with her um, uh, scarf on her head, um, protecting it, that way she won't get burned, burned hair. <laughs> This is uh, a picture of myself there um, covering or helping smother the, the, the mound itself. It takes us roughly anywhere from at the really smallest um, pot to fire like anywhere from three to six hours, depending on size and load of pots. Um, it is a lengthy process and it, you, know, you go home completely um, darkened, more darker than dark from the smoke and the ash. And you, know, you have to kind of like run as you get in the front door straight to the, to the shower because you don't want to leave imprints or sit or touch anything uh, or you'll have um, uh, the soot uh, wherever you touch in the house. This is an end product of the firing. This is one of my black plates, black on black plates. Our designs are derived from uh, maybe our inherent identity as um, Pueblo people due to our, um, uh, our, our participation in our religion, our dances, our songs. And it's more of a celebration of life 
and the continuation. Uh, I am also known for polychrome pottery, which is the tan pottery, which is an earlier style of, um, of work at, at my Pueblo. But with my own, I try to make it more contemporary. So I add turquoise and shell in different um, uh, areas of um, artistry on each pot. And again, this was um, taught to me by my mom and my older generations, but it's uh, something that's uh, maybe deep within uh, myself as, a, as an artist. Um, and this, these are pieces of uh, my mom's work here. And she does a lot of scrofido etching on her pots. And these are what she calls her swish pots, which are hollow enclosed, uh, hollow enclosed shapes. And within, she puts beads and uh, different clay that makes like a shallow sound, like a swish sound. And this was a, a project that we were a part of uh, with uh, the County of Los Alamos and the Public Arts um, Program. And these are uh, giant pots that were um, that were done at a different location, and they're all uh, concrete or cement shapes. And uh, me and my mom and a few other artists were um, involved in um, making them uh, capture different eras of pottery development at my pueblo, uh, going back in time to the present. And these are uh, on display permanently in a small town below Los Alamos um, named White Rock. And uh, you, if you're ever going to Bandelier National Monument, that's where these pots are displayed. It's on the roadside near the visitor center, new visitor center. These are some of the other artists that were involved with myself and my mom, descendants from other um, uh, known painters and potters as well too. It's a big red pot. That one's probably about, what, 12 feet tall, maybe? And this is another project that was done uh, with the state of New Mexico and a public arts um, commission, uh, and it's a teepee. I've never envisioned that my work would go on a teepee. <laughs> but um, again, uh, the design work, um, I had a lot of help with a lot of uh, nieces and nephews and uh, my children, my own two kids at the time, um, helped uh, different areas of uh, uh, putting the design out. Uh, the teepee was exhibited at Buffalo Thunder Resort, so you're ever in New Mexico. It's no longer there, but that's where it was placed for a while and it was traveling. So uh, we call that the teepee project. Mm. And we're ending our, our talk now anyway. <laughs> and I wanted to mention my granddaughter, who is Kevin's uh, oldest daughter, uh, Shireen. She's the one that put the PowerPoint together. I might know how to design the pot, take pictures, but the computers, no. She's the one that didn't take her long. And she's part of the, what's that pro film group? Oh, uh, Robert Redford? Yeah, she's a Sundance Film Festival recipient. And she's into the film production. So her artistry is taking a whole different branch now of our work into a different level. 
Yeah, and not only that, she's going in for her second degree, and she's going to the Institute of American Indian Arts now in video filming. So she's coming a long ways. And like anything else, growing up, we were always told, you know, look beyond, go beyond your roots, try and, and extend yourselves, introduce yourselves. So, you know, we were always encouraged, go get a degree, go for higher education, make use of what you learn. And not only that, remember and retain all that has brought you up to this point. So with my great-grandmother's understanding and knowledge, and you know, here I am, I never thought I would be doing clay work because going into education, you know, you come out with different ideas, you wanna do things. But part of my thing is I was a newspaper writer for a while and then, you know, right now I'm trying to have a book project that I, uh, my, another teacher and I co-wrote a book. So we're trying to look for a publisher for that. But I do various other things, served on um, different committees, because this is part of extending yourself. And I always tell young people, don't be afraid. Give the, yourself a challenge and go out and do things. So, Kevin, thank you. And like, you know, my mom has always stated to us growing up, art is life and we're full of life. And I have, uh, my artistry is also continuing different branches too. I have three more kids now, so my art is continuing. <laughs> but uh, we also brought a couple of samples of our, of our work. We have a large pot here, polychrome, and here's one of my mom's large pieces here. But uh, thank you for this opportunity for, to allow us to speak to you all. It was uh, um, a long travel here, but uh, it was enjoyable and scenic and all of that. Thank you very much. And we're going to be part of the community tomorrow. Tomorrow, So we'll be here uh, on the museum grounds. We'll be demonstrating. So if you're interested, come see us. And we'll have more, more pottery, too. <laughs> Thank you. Good job.